You're listening to Run With The Bulls, a podcast discussing a unique approach to everyday finance with everyday people. Run With The Bulls is sponsored by Mentoro, a financial wellness company. Now, your hosts, author Danny Kofke and the royalty of financial wellness, Whitney Queen. Welcome to Run With The Bulls. My name is Danny Kofke and I'm a motivational mentor with Mentoro. I am joined by the president of Mentoro, Whitney Queen. Hey, Whit. Hey, Danny, and hello to everyone listening. Credit worthiness. What a strange word, right? Mm, yes, it is. And yet it's something we're all striving for daily to either obtain or maintain. Mm-hmm. Have you ever wondered exactly what a credit score is and why it's even important? I, mean, I have, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so if you have as well, this episode is just for you. So uh, most of us have heard of this magical score, right? But many have no idea what it represents. So your credit score is basically the simplified version of your credit history rolled up into a three-digit number. Exactly. It's funny to think that three little numbers can carry so much weight in Mm. our financial future. But here's why. A credit score is a number that calculates your credit worthiness. There it is. There's that word again. And is based on your credit history. Credit history is a record of your ability to repay debts. Makes sense. Your credit history also contains information regarding whether you have any bankruptcies, liens, judgments, or collections. Potential creditors, which include credit card companies and mortgage lenders, use your credit history to determine whether they should lend you money or not. Right. You look at the past and just see you know, how well you've handled it. So in addition to credit history, lenders use credit scores to evaluate how likely you are to repay your debts. The credit score model was created by the Fair Isaac Corporation, also known as most of us know this word, FICO. So there are other credit scoring systems, but FICO is the one most commonly used. You can attain a high credit score by having a history of paying your bills on time and by keeping your levels of debt low. A credit score is a huge factor in a lender's decision to offer credit to an individual. In addition, people with a lower credit score will have to pay a higher interest rate on their loans and may even need to have a co-signer. So that's another person on this loan who will have to pay if the borrower does not. And this is all in order to obtain the loan. Right. And since we hit co-signer, I'm going to just throw it out there. Don't ever co-sign for someone. I mean, I know it can be tempting for a friend, relative, even a child. But you know what happens if they don't pay that debt? There's a reason they need a co-signer in the first place because the company doesn't trust them to pay it back. But if they, you know, stop paying on it, guess who the company's going to come after? Mm-hmm. The co-signer. So just kind of throwing it out there. But um, but your credit score can also play a factor on how much you have to put down or pay up front to purchase a smartphone, to get cable or utilities, and even to rent an apartment or a house. Mm -hmm. To your point earlier, I used to work as a leasing agent when I was in college Mm -hmm. and it never failed, at least monthly. There was a situation where someone didn't pay their rent and their friend or their relative was on the hook for it. And we'd have to call and notify them that they owed the money. And it just caused this huge dramatic stink all for no reason. Exactly. Mm -hmm. The lifetime cost of higher interest rates from having bad or even mediocre credit can exceed six figures. Yikes. Yeah. For example, someone with FICO scores in the 620 range would pay $65,000 more 
on a $200,000 mortgage than someone with FICO's over seven sixty. dollars mm, mm. Well, in addition, a 15-year home equity loan of $50,000 would cost someone with a low FICO score $22,500 more compared to someone who has a high score. So in a nutshell, credit scores can have a huge impact on your finances. Coming up after the break, I'll look at the factors that make up your credit score. Welcome back to Run With The Bulls. To see how your credit score is determined, we first need to take a look at three credit agencies, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. Each of these agencies collects information about your credit history from sources such as lenders and employers. They then rate your performance to come up with your credit score. Each of these agencies may access different information and has its own formula in determining your score. Since this is the case, credit scores may vary amongst each of them. Mm -hmm. And you can obtain your credit score from all three agencies for free once every year. And I think, honestly, after COVID, and I think it's still in effect, you can even do it more often than Mm -hmm. every year. But to do so, visit annualcreditreport.com and complete the information needed. In addition, you can view your credit score and obtain credit reports from all three agencies by setting up an account at creditkarma.com. This is an important action to take for a few reasons. First, you may have forgotten about a debt you still owe money on. When looking to get back on track financially, it's important to know the total amount of debt owed and who this debt is owed to. On top of that, there may be something on your credit report that's incorrect. You may have a paid a debt off years ago, but it was not properly reported. This can now be corrected and removed from your report and thus improve your credit score. Yeah, hey. And I, you know, this is one of those things where you think, mm, that's probably not going to happen, but it's happened to me before. And uh, yeah, I, I didn't nice. realize something was kind of pulling at my credit and went in there. I have an account with one of the two that uh-huh. you mentioned and went in there and found where there was something hanging out, um, actually, that was not even associated with me. Well, so, there you go. There you uh-huh. go. Uh-huh. Nice. So, um, you know, we may be wondering, how, how do they determine a credit score? Well, there are five factors that make up your credit score. The first is payment history. So payment history counts for 35% of your credit score and shows whether you pay your obligations on time. Up next is the total amount you owe. This counts for 30% of your credit score and takes into account the percentage of credit available to you that is currently being used. This is known as credit utilization. Mm -hmm. And this one is tricky to me. This is where I think uh, it starts to trip up people. Right, right. Um, Okay, so we discussed two. We talked about history and then credit utilization. So this is followed by the length of your credit history. And this counts for 15% of your credit score. So those with longer credit histories are considered less risky as there is more data to determine payment history. Types of credit used counts for 10% of a credit score and shows if you have a mix of installment credit. This includes car loans or mortgage loans and revolving credit, like credit cards. Right. Okay. And then finally, new credit counts for 10%. This factors in how many new accounts you have, how many new accounts you have applied for recently, and when your most recent account was open. While it is called a credit score, the factors that determine are made up of debts. It is pretty easy to understand why payment history is the number one factor when determining a credit mm-hmm. score, but 30% of it is based on something many don't pay much attention to, the amount you owe. Mm-hmm. In fact, if you own too much, 
this can negatively affect your credit score. Right. And that's kind of what we talked about with the credit utilization. So to help, you should aim to utilize no more than 30% of the credit limit that is available to you on a card. So for example, if you have a card with a $2,500 credit limit, you do not want to charge more than $750, so 30% of that $2,500, each month. Now that we know how a credit score is calculated, what do those three numbers really mean? Mm -hmm. A person's credit score ranges from 300 to 850, and the higher the score, the more financially trustworthy a person is considered to be. So if you have a credit score of 800 and above, you are considered to have excellent credit. You have a long credit history and have made your debt payments on time. In essence, you have handled all of your debt well. You should have no trouble at all obtaining a loan and will be offered the best interest rates and lowest fees available. So if you were in school, you would be like the Whitney Queen, an A-plus student. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> if you have a credit score between 750 and 799, you are considered to have very good credit. You'll be looked at in the same fashion as someone with excellent credit. The big difference here is you may have a higher debt-to-income ratio. This compares the amount you make to the amount you owe. However, you are still in good standing and should get many of the same perks as those with excellent credit. Right. So anything, you know, above 750, you're doing okay. So let's say you have a credit score between 700 and 749. So in this case, you're considered to have good credit. So you have a decent credit history and most of your accounts are in good standing. You may have made a late payment along the way, which dropped your score some. So lenders will offer you decent interest rates, but not as, not as good as those with better credit scores. In addition, your insurance premiums will probably be a little bit higher compared to those who have excellent and very good credit. If you have a credit score between 650 and 699, you are considered to have fair credit. You may have had a few bumps in the past. These bumps might include things like late payments or accounts turned over to a collection agency. Also, someone with fair credit may have too much debt. No matter the reason, if you fall into this category, the lender will view it as someone who has a somewhat high risk of defaulting on a loan and thus usually requires some sort of collateral to be put down in order to secure the loan. That's a big, what's collateral? <laughs> so collateral is a type of asset that can be used to secure a loan and can potentially be taken away from you if you don't mm -hmm. pay what you owe. For example, the title to your car Right. Uh, this is an extreme example, but if a lender asked you for the title of your car in order to give you a loan, he could take the car from you if you don't make your payments. Right. And it just kind of shows how important why credit is so important because the lower mm -hmm. we go down, yeah, those things happen. So now is when it gets really tough. So if you have a credit score between 600 and 649, you are considered to have bad credit. Having bad credit is no fun. So a person with bad credit has had issues handling debt, and possibly even a few of her accounts have been turned over to a collection agency. In addition, she may have filed for bankruptcy. Unfortunately, a person with bad credit will have a very difficult time obtaining a loan without having to pay a large down payment or offering some sort of collateral. An individual with bad credit will pay more for insurance. Some employers, and especially those in the finance and defense industries, will not hire those who have bad credit since they believe these types of people pose a greater risk of employee theft or fraud. Hmm. Finally, people with credit scores of 599 and below are considered to have very bad credit. 
This is as bad as it gets, Danny. Mm -hmm. A person with a credit score below 600 is more likely delinquent on multiple accounts, has had something repossessed, or has filed for bankruptcy. If this individual has credit cards, they are either maxed out or closed because of non-payment. Having very bad credit will negatively impact most of this person's life. Lenders, except for those who specifically focus on people with bad credit, will not approve this person for any loan, even if he or she can provide a lot of collateral. Insurance agencies will likely turn a person with credit scores under 600 away since he or she poses a Mm -hmm. lot of risk. To make matters worse, employers that check credit will not even consider hiring a person with very bad credit. Yeah, that just uh, that sounds horrible. I know. Uh, but, uh, you know, the good news is, I know just, you know, kind of saying that, only 16% of Americans fall into that category of having very bad credit. But there's even better news. There are ways to build and improve your credit score. After the break, how you can do so. Welcome back. We have been discussing all the deets on credit scores. Since you now know what these scores are and what they mean, let's take a look at the ways you can improve them. Right. So paying bills on time is a key ingredient when it comes to improving your credit score. In fact, nothing counts more. So six months of on-time payments is needed to see a noticeable difference in your score. Increasing your line of credit can also help. If an account is in good standing, you should be able to get an increase in your credit limit. Keep in mind that it is important not to spend up to this amount since that would lower your credit utilization Mm -hmm. rate. Remember, 30% is the credit utilization rate to aim for. Right. And while it is tempting, try to avoid closing a credit card account. So if you are not using a certain credit card, it is best you keep this account open and just place the card in a safe place. Closing an account can negatively impact your credit score. So for instance, if you have $1,000 of debt and a $5,000 credit limit spill evenly between two cards, your credit utilization rate would be 20%, which is good, right? Remember, we're below that 30%. However, if you decided to close one of these accounts, your credit utilization rate would jump to 40%, which would drop your credit score. So once you have a high credit score, remember over 760, you can close an account without too much damage. But it is important to try to keep those cards with the highest limits open. This is a big one. I feel so many people have a negative connotation around credit cards and how to use them properly. So they think they need to close it down only to realize that it can create a negative reaction. So we see this a lot when we're helping people pay off debt. They think, oop, paid that one off. And then they close down the account Mm -hmm. when in reality, maybe it's just let's put it in a block of ice or one of those age old things. Cut it up so you don't use it. Right, right. Regular use of a credit card can increase your credit score. Know the limit on each card and do not charge more than 30% of that amount. And, you know, kind of a simple thing that I do is I use my card and I pay for my gas every month. I know I have enough to cover it in full, so it's just kind of regular use and it kind of builds it up, Um, which kind of throws into the next one. Paying credit card balances in full will also help a credit score increase. So when you are really focused on building a credit score, There is no need to carry a credit card balance from one month to the next. If you have a credit card balance, you should focus on paying this down as quickly as possible. Once you reach a good credit score, which as a reminder would be 700 and above, it is important to protect it. Even one skipped payment can drop your score over 100 points. Mm. 
To help prevent a lapse, you may consider putting all of your credit card accounts on some type of auto payment. A collection account can negatively impact a score. It is important to stay on top of medical bills since sometimes these go into collections with little or no notice. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, I think it's simple things. You go in for your annual that happened, yeah. you know, 30, 60, 90 days ago. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you get a bill and, you know, it's it kind slips. Of, yeah. Yeah. It slips very easily. As you can imagine, identity theft can have drastic consequences on a person's credit. For the reasons we just discussed, having a low credit score shouldn't be your way to avoid identity theft, though. (laughs) Right, right. Perhaps a better way might be to monitor your credit report. As Danny mentioned earlier, this can be done through sites such as creditkarma.com or even nerdwallet.com. Also, you are able to obtain a free credit report from all three agencies, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. Right. And something that you can do as well, just to prevent people, um, just when you're talking about identity theft, to open up an account in your name, is you can put a credit freeze. You can go to Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion, put a freeze on your accounts. That way, no one can open a new account in your name. But I will say, when you do that... If you go to the bank to get a loan or something, you're going to have to unfreeze it. So it does mm-hmm. take a little legwork, but just that is an option as well. Um, so while it is true that a credit score is a number that can cost or save you a lot of money over time, we don't really want you to focus on building your score while neglecting other parts of your financial wellness plan. So since I practice what I preach, I just went on Credit Karma and my scores are between 783 and 791. What? My my fellow friend has very good but not excellent credit. Yeah. Danny, do explain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right. So hear me out, hear me out. So remember earlier in this episode, we discussed the factors that make up a credit score. Yes. Right. So there was one factor that makes up 30% of that credit score. Mm-hmm. It was the total amount that you owe. Right, right. So, you know, I've talked to you, you know, and gone over many episodes, but our only longstanding debt is our mortgage. So I don't owe that much money to a lot of people. And in fact, during the course of my 20 plus year marriage, our only major debt has been our house. So paying our bills on time and not carrying credit card debt month to month has saved us a lot in interest. And I still do have a very good score, but it's not top of the line. And, you know, I've actually talked to people that are, when it looks at their overall financial picture, they, they're in a lot worse place than I am, but they have credit scores above 800. Mm -hmm. So I just, you know, kind of point that out that yes, this episode, we want you to focus on building that credit score, especially if you're just starting off because we went over all the reasons it's going to affect every part of your financial picture. But, you know, for me, as now we've paid off our debts and gotten older, it, it yeah, my scores, you know, that's what it is. But I'm not looking to take out a large loan right now on anything. So, you know, it, it's it, I would rather pay down that debt as much as I could than worry about that credit score ultimately as, oh, the magical FICO three-digit score. So, mm-hmm. you know, I just kind of point that out that, once again, we want you to build that credit score, but it doesn't necessarily need to be the end-all be-all. That's such a good point. And, you know, I think that that range is extremely impressive, by the way. So I'm just picking at you. But I think that that's another good thing. And we talk about this uh, as it relates to a lot of other financial topics in our lives. And that's that you got to find what works best for you. Right. So that's something that you and Tracy have decided, okay, I'm, I'm willing to maybe lower my score a little bit because these other principles in my financial journey are more important to me. And time. And so, 
end time. I mean, yeah. I've talked to, we talked to someone who, what, I think juggled like nine different credit cards or something, yes. right? To, and yes, gets great rewards, has gone on vacation with them. But I can't imagine, I mean, compared to what I have right now. So mm-hmm. it's like, I, I like having just one credit card and I know I don't, you know, use the utilization. I don't always go up to how much I could. And I know I could do better if I opened other, but to me, it's just so much easier right now. Mm-hmm. We actually recently went to, to the bank. We had to get Ava, my oldest, a new debit card. And the gentleman there was like, you guys could use this card and get more points, blah, blah, blah. So we're like, all right, send it. But actually in the past month we've had just sitting there and I'm like, I don't feel like, I mean, just to get an extra 5% on my groceries, I, I like, there are so many things right now that come out automatically out of the credit card right now, but autom- so we don't miss payments, you know, water. Like, I don't really feel like calling them and going through the harassment of changing all that. So, you know, to me, yes, I could probably make, I don't know, maybe another 200 bucks a year in rewards, but it's just, I don't know. Yeah. It's not worth that. I I don't want to sound, you know, oh, I wouldn't like to have 200 extra bucks. But like right now, I got a lot more things on my plate to worry about than than that. So uh, to that your is point. such a good point. Yeah, because um, OPM or other people's money using that can become a full time job if you're not careful. So you right. have to be comfortable with the strategy that you've chosen. It's not one of those things that you can really dive down that path and be like, oops, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> Right. Because you you really kind of got to reroute your whole financial plan if that's the case. Right. And when you have so many things juggling, you know, you know, one ball drops. Going back to what you said, you have to do what's right for you and your situation. But, you know, hopefully today you just kind of got an understanding of credit scores, how it can affect you and what makes up that magical three digit number. That's all the time we have for today. Danny, thanks so much for chatting and thank you all for listening. Catch us next time as we run with the bulls. Run with the Bulls is sponsored by Mentoro and hosted by Danny Kofke and Whitney Queen. Learn more by visiting mentorogroup.com.